Today on Lockdown Red Wings, we're going to preview the home and home against the Ottawa Senators, then finish it off with a little bit of how do you feel about it Friday? You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Scotty is also host over at Lockdown Tigers. Scotty, it's Friday, man. How how was your week? Uh, it, it was good, man. It was good. I'm down south for the week, down in uh, in, in Atlanta for the week. So uh, I'll be back. In, hmm, I might have one more episode here. I think I. For Monday's show, I'll still be here, and then I'll be back in time for uh, for baseball opening day, baby. Hell yeah! There, there we go. Uh, we're excited for. I'm excited for baseball season. I don't know how you feel, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a, not a, notably um, not a baseball guy. Me. We are going to talk about those Detroit Red Wings playing the Ottawa Senators tonight. They host them at LCA, and then on Sunday, they're going to Ottawa to play them and uh, not, not to just preview the game itself, Scotty, but more of like bigger picture at this point, because it's, it's more than just wins and losses at this point. It's more than just individual games as the season winds down and they have like 15 games left. You got to look at the bigger picture and what's really worth it for the team. Um, but just to start things off with the senators guys, they're not good. Red wings haven't been good lately, but the senators are even worse. They're seventh in the division second to last to the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, their biggest producer is Brady Kachuk. He's got 47 points in 63 games played. Tim Stutzel's right behind that. Great young talent, by the way, Tim Stutzel. Uh, 40 points in 65 games. Interesting but, um, draft Stutzel went in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who, who did the Red Wings draft that year? Can you remind me? Well, he said, what, the fourth pick that year? That was an yeah, okay I draft for I think. Oh, crazy. Who's who's gonna be the colder? I, I just I, I'm just I'm just I'm just wondering. Um, but yeah, the Senators, much like the Flyers game last week, you look on paper, should be a win. Should, should be. be. We know for which certain that's not it, always a guarantee. Which means it won't be. Yeah. Oh, we should said the same it. thing about the Flyers though, and then it was. Uh, but we also said the same thing about the Islanders, and then it wasn't. So hey. That's, that's the Sweat Red Wings team. It's a team going through massive growing pains that has taken a major step back this last month of the season. And that's where our conversation comes in. This is where I ask the question to you, Scotty. At, do we, as Red Wings fans, really want the Ottawa Senators, or sorry, do we really want the Detroit Red Wings to beat the Ottawa Senators this weekend because of how it could impact their positioning for the incoming draft lottery? Yeah, so I, I've had this. Uh, I, th- I think we've I've talked about it a couple of times on the show now, but uh, I've had a, a rolling take that that I still stand by, and in, in which um, I am not going to be upset or angry if the Wings lose quite a few games to end the season here, and our draft position gets better. Uh, but I'm not going to actively root for it anymore. I, I, I think that we are past that as a 
uh, as, as where we stand in the rebuild. As an organization, we are past that point. Again, I'll take better odds. I'm not going to be upset about it and be like, oh, we should be, should be winning. You know, like I'm not going to do that. But uh, at the same time, I, I think that teaching the young core that, that is going to be here when, when we're making deep playoff runs is all on the NHL roster at this point. There's a couple of stragglers, right? There's a couple of, of the Swedes and, and, you know, Kosa and stuff and guys that will come through when they're ready. Absolutely. But the main core is all here. I'm okay with teaching them how to win too. Uh, I'm not, I'm not all about, Oh, you know, we, we, we should just lose now. You know, the second you're completely mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, you should just lose as much as possible. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not about that anymore. I'm, I'm very okay with teaching these guys how to win games and, and building. I know culture is such a, you know, like trigger word and, and everybody just kind of says it just to say it, but um, there is something to be more said so there. than that. I, 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 without even using the, the term, like, you know, building a winning culture or whatever. Uh, I, I just think it's important for young players to be in situations where games are close and try things and, and try new plays or, or new systems or whatever, new lines, et cetera, new pairings, all this stuff in, in close games and try to, to, to close out games and, and finish games like that. I think that is something that's incredibly valuable and, uh, is something that brings value to an end of the season that otherwise would not have any. Yeah, um, I agree with 100% of everything you just said. And I know, like exactly what you said, the word culture has kind of been beaten into the ground and almost to a point where it's it, it's mockable at this point, right. the way people use it. It's a de- dead meaning, but there is a value to that. I mean, you do, to a degree, want to build a culture. I mean, you look at two years ago when the Red Wings were tanking. I mean, Dylan Larkin came out last year when the team really didn't even take that big of a step forward, but they just weren't historically bad. And he said, they asked him, like, what's the difference this season between last season and, like, what you're seeing? He's like, oh, well, the you know, you go out there and you see the defense is actually trying to play. So to say that the culture means nothing is you know not true culture does mean something and you're completely right when you say that with the young guys in the locker room you want to teach them that it's not okay to lose that it's not okay to just tank and by no means do i think they're actually actively going to tank by any stretch of the imagination and i also agree with you that for the most part the red wings are past the point in their rebuild where they are trying to become the worst team i guess my argument comes in though that with whatever I said, 15 games left on the season, they are nine points ahead of the Senators, but only two points ahead of the Sabres for six in the division. You drop this home and home this weekend, and I'm not advocating that they do, but if they do happen to drop this home and home this weekend, you're giving six points to the Senators, leaving just a five-point gap between the two, and probably get passed by the Sabres. Now you're looking at a better draft odds. You're so far out of the playoff race at this point that, this juncture juncture did i say that right you did the second okay. time yeah the second time okay cool um at this point if they lose both those games i wouldn't won't be as upset because i know that it does help their odds going forward but i guess it also happens to be how they lose those games i mean if they're losing games by still giving up six seven eight nine ten eleven goals 
then I'm still going to be pissed because that shows a lack of effort. But if they try hard and they still lose, maybe like the Tampa Bay game or the New York Rangers game, I'll be willing to accept it because I know that still, you know, they still played hard. They're still trying to win. They're just not that good of a team. Yeah, I think there's a, a fine line there, right, between um, between you lose a lot of games and aren't competitive in them versus losing games to end the season and you are competitive in them, right? Like that's a that's a pretty fine line to walk. And, and it's also something, again, that, that I think that there's a big difference in. And, and again, I'm not saying, you know, oh, if, if – they have a winning record the rest of the season, then like that means anything for, for these guys uh, like going forward or changes a narrative going into the off season or, or, you know, anything, it doesn't really change anything, no matter what the record is, the, the remainder of the season. Um, but I, I just think that there is a lot of maybe like even if you want to ditch the culture thing right even if you want to ditch like how the feeling in the locker room is and and all like the the hot button you know stuff to say like that i think on an individual basis it's just important to put rookies in situations late in games where they have a chance to win and they can close out a game if if they do something if they score if they make a defensive play if etc I think it's just that's in so such valuable experience that you can only get in a close game setting or in a one goal lead setting in the third. And like I it, it, more so about like strictly winning and losing than it is just I, I want the kids to not play in games where they're down six goals in the third the rest of the season. They're not yeah. going to learn too much that way. Well, also like to exactly to your point, it's great to have a high draft pick, but if you're not developing that talent by doing exactly what you just said, by putting them in positions to grow as players, then right. you're not doing your job. You're just going to be the Buffalo Sabres. Right. You're and and at the keep end of the day, like, I, like I, I understand, you know, the, the lottery's in there for a re in place for a reason. And if, uh, if, if some luck goes our way, you know, you want the highest percentage, obviously, but yeah. the, the, the odds of, where we're at currently and what we could be by having a bad, you know, we go up a couple of spots We're we're still not getting like a top three, top four, most likely. Right. And I'll eat my words. If we somehow, you know, win the lottery or something and, and we lose games to get there, like, you know, we had to be in this exact spot to do so. Sure. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't think you, you, tank for luck like you tank to solidify like oh we want a top three percentage right like we we tank because we want you know the highest percentage going into going into this lottery i i don't i don't really believe in the philosophy of well we're gonna tank to go from nine to eight so our percent chance goes up half a percentage like i i don't I, I think that's a that, that I don't think that's any front office's mindset. I yeah, guess it's a mindset. loser mentality, and right. you don't. You know, we're past that. We're past that point. Um, if you're past having to go to the grocery store to cook your own meals, then I recommend you guys sign up for HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip uh, trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. 
Uh, get farm fresh seasonal produce and easy to make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week so that they always arrive fresh, all without the trip to the grocery store or farmer's market. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes per week to choose from, including low-calorie and carb-conscious options. Um, I can tell you from personal experience, guys, HelloFresh is legit. It is absolutely legit. I've talked about it before. I talked about it last week, I believe, that HelloFresh's meals, there's not a single one that I didn't enjoy. Uh, we had it for about a year and a half here at my apartment, and every single meal, they sent you the pre-portioned meals, they gave you the ingredients, and every single one was good. And I talked about it in the last ad read, too. Some of them, some of the most simple ones were the ones that I liked the most. They had some more complicated ones, not like so overly complicated. You couldn't do it. Um, but like just some of the most simple ones were the ones that really got you and they were really delicious, but like they had like cheddar stuffed burgers. They had uh, tilapia, they had salmon. Uh, they had uh, multiple pasta dishes that we made multiple times. This thing too is like they send you ingredient cards too. So even if like you have a hankering randomly one day, you still have the ingredient cards. You still know how to make it. So, guys, there's really nothing against it. Like nothing, nothing to lose here. You get the meals delivered to your doorstep. You don't got to go grocery shopping ever again. So, I would definitely sign up for HelloFresh. We definitely did. Um, go to hellofresh.com/slash/lockedon16 and use code lockedon16 for up to 16 meals and three three free gifts. Um, Go to again, that's hellofresh.com slash lockdown 16. Also, got to talk to you guys today about built.com. This is the time of year that we've all pretty much given up on our New Year's resolutions. Um, but got to try those puffs, got to try those puffs. They are, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of the best built bars, best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallows, they're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, that includes puffs. They're low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. Typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built.com. Scroll down to their macros chart. You'll be blown away. High-protein, low-cal, high-fiber, low-carb. They got tons of flavors to choose from as well. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. And new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you, you they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it'll be good for you. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Woof. Not my best. Stumbled my way through those ones. <laughs> But here we are. I made it to the other side. We bought, baby. We, we landed. Bought. wasn't the best landing, but we, we we're bought. here. Uh, Scotty. Brian. Regarding these games against the Ottawa Senators, we talked about overall big picture stuff and like whether or not we want to see the Red Wings win. In the end, any individual game, I think we want to see the Wings win. Like We can I, look I, at yeah. the... I mean, we, that's my philosophy, yeah. We can look at the bigger picture and be like, yeah, it might make sense long-term for them to slide down in the standings a little bit more, give them a better present. A percentage at a higher draft pick so they have a better option in the draft but 
any individual game, I don't think we're going to come in and be like, we want them to lose. I want to see the Red Wings win both these games. Like, my heart says that. My brain realizes what's better off for them big picture, but my heart wants them to win these games. That's just... Yeah, I, I mean, again, like I said in the first one, I, I don't I don't find the upside that much more beneficial to 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 want to just go in and, and lose. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think the percentage gain... From you know the ground we'd have to make up with all the losing, I don't think the percentage we would end up going up uh, was you know like we're we're pretty high up there, and I, I don't think losing as as many games as we can is is gonna put us in that much of a better position in the draft. So I'm okay with with going out there and just trying to get a dub every night, and just okay. knowing that that's not gonna happen. So whether I no matter what I root for, we're not going to win too much. So at the end well, of the day, it doesn't really matter. So that brings me to my next point, my next question. If the Red Wings were to win these games, what needs to happen? Like who, what, and we're at this point, we're also looking at like individual performances more so than like a team performance. Yeah, for sure. This, the, the Ottawa centers aren't a good team, but that doesn't measure, that doesn't rule out any particular game at this point for this team. Who are you looking for in this game to be, an impact player. I won't say an X factor, but who do you want to see have a good game against the Senators? I'll say this for the rest of the season. I think this is the time for Philip Zadina to shine. Like, I, I think that this is prime, prime, you know, it's prime real estate. It's free real estate. Like, free this estate. is, this That's is it, man. Estate. Like, you are in the lowest of, of low-stress situations. No one's expecting the team to win. No one is expecting really you to do anything at this point, if we're being completely Me? honest with ourselves, right? Um, this is the time. The remainder of the season, and, and starting you know, with, with this home-and-home home against Ottawa, like this is the time to, for Zadina to take any step forward. And, and show us a little bit more goal. So he went on a little bit of a heater there, what, a month and a half ago? I wouldn't even call it a heater. He just, like, got a point, you know, every other no, game. No, well, he had, he had like, two goals in, in I don't know, it might have been so like long, two goals yeah. in five games or something. Yeah. And we were like, yes, this is a heater for us. Right, well, like, for him, I mean, goodness gracious, man. So, like, I, I think that this is, you know, like, this is the time. We, we know what the rookies are. We know what they're going to do. We know what the Larkin and Burts are going to do. Uh, we, we know Ned's situation and, and how he's going to perform. And, you know, we know the defense in front of him. This is the, the this last, whatever, month, month and a half of the season. This is the Zadina block. This is the time that, that he could really start showing out and, and hopefully just have less pressure on him because these games don't really matter wins and loss wise. So just go out there, try some stuff and, and try and put the puck in the net. Yeah. So he's on an expiring contract, uh, but he will be an RFA. He's an RFA though, right? So yeah, he, he's still on his entry level contract. So this is going to be his first bridge deal that he's going to get. And he, he guys, he's going to get a bridge deal. He's not getting anything better. He's going to get, he's going to get low ball too, with how his performance has been. Definitely. He's only got 20 points in 60 games. He's only got eight goals. And I think he's one of the bottom barrel players on the team, plus minus wise. And plus minus, again, like doesn't mean much as uh, as, it, as far as it goes. But, oh, yeah, he's got now that Nick Letty's been traded, he is the worst plus minus, which means at five on five, he's out there for 
28 more goals against than he has been for this season. It's not, not what you would call good. Um, I don't have his expected goals for percentage up right now, but I'm sure that's not great. That's off brand for you. I know. I, I have the Ottawa Senators stuff up, but I don't have the Red Wings stuff up. I, I forgot to pull it up before we started recording. But the point being, regardless, that's a great point. He's definitely a guy who 15 games left needs to step up and prove himself, even not just for himself and his, for his own paycheck, but prove himself to like, not that he has to prove himself to Red Wings fans, but it'd be nice. <laughs> a nice little reassurance that he's got, like, some, why not, man? got something in the tank because. Exactly. You know, he's been underwhelming this season. And, and just like try some season. stuff. You know, everybody's talking about, oh, like he's too stiff. He's not creative. You know, there's one narrative that he's afraid of Jeff Blaschel, which I think is ridiculous. But I don't know if like, I there, there's Jeff all Blaschel of this, this point, you know, yeah, all these the different narratives. Just like go out there and play hockey. Try some stuff. Just like be like be get crazy with it. I don't care. Like these, these games don't again, these games no longer matter win loss wise. Just go go try some stuff, dog. Well, and it's like the thing that makes more more Sider so consistent for the most part is that he his mindset is I'm just going out there playing the game that I love. Like, I'm just going out there and have fun. Zeno might just need to be able to have some fun. He might need to loosen up a little bit. But who am I? I'm, I might, just like everyone else on Twitter, I'm microanalyzing a person I don't actually know. I'm just li- reading a stat card. Um, or watching him play. That's that's really all we can do. Another guy that I, I would love to see have improvements is Phil Pronick, man. I mean, obviously, the, the big-name guys, we all know. we all going to watch them. But, like, the, the other guys who are going to be on this team for probably a couple years forward, I want to see improvements from. Phil Peronik is one of them. He's been rough lately. He started – we talked about it yesterday. He started the year rough, got pretty good there in the middle, and he's been rough the last several games. And uh, I just want to see him short up, man, because he – we need defensive depth. And if he's – I thought he was going to be a solid middle-pair defenseman for us. The last few games, he doesn't even look like he should be on the ice. Yeah. Uh, struggling is is an understatement for, for what his last couple of weeks has been. And we are we talked about yesterday, his start of the year was weird. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely someone to look forward to. Look forward to. Look, look for going forward. Yes, bang, bang. there you go. I'm a writer. He's a writer. Wait, wait, wait. I had it. I had it. I had it on tap. Oh, all right. So well, now that you did it once, and now we need to get to the point where, like, I say it and you just bring it up, and we just keep going because yeah. that—that you know what I mean. But that—that's good. That, if you're watching on YouTube, you saw it. That was. Uh, that, we discovered a couple weeks ago that we can put captions on the screen while we're recording uh, through the this this app we were using called Restream, and uh, I've been waiting for uh, he's a writer to drop. For a couple days now, so that I could I could put that up there. There you go. There you go. From now on, it's just gonna pop up, and we're gonna move on. Not even gonna mention it. <laughs> um, what I should mention to you guys today, though, is BetOnline.net. After months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the Final Four, and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. One of the latest odds, contests, and player props. You name it. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline. Where the game starts. I can always rely on old reliable BetOnline to make me feel good about my ad reads. 
<laughs> Always will solve all for you. Make me feel, make me feel, make me feel big. Uh, wow, I got no reaction on that one. Okay, that one fell flat. How do you feel about a Friday, <laughs> Scotty? How do you feel about a Friday? We haven't done one in a minute. We because usually yeah, we yeah. have uh, uh, a ton we, to talk like about. Like they we play days or, or we have you know news plus uh, previews and stuff. So we finally. Get- yeah, I mean, they that Wings play twice this weekend, but it being both Ottawa Senators didn't feel like we needed to do two separate previews for that, so we just kind of put them together. Um, I'll lead off because I have a very important question. I saw my roommate doing this when I got home uh, from the Pistons game. They played the 76ers last night. Great game for the Pistons, by the way. Kate had played a fantastic. Um, I saw my roommate doing this. I, go, I went, what in the hell are you doing? How do you feel about peanut butter on frozen waffles? Well, I guess waffles in general. I'm immensely pro, and I've been doing You're it pro. since I was a, a young lad. So, like, 30 years ago. <laughs> All right. Well, you're 40, then. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, immensely pro. You don't do that? No, I've never heard of it before. It's maple syrup. Waffles and maple syrup, it's a staple. Yeah, of course. that That's fire, too. Absolutely. But, like, you sh- did you try it? No, I didn't try it. Oh, well, I was mostly just should. judging him. I was okay. like, what are you doing? Well, you're free. <laughs> I, I would judge my roommates too. Fair. But you should try it because it's good. Oh, okay. Fair, fair. I, I, I Maybe I will tomorrow because, you know, I went to the shop and got some frozen waffles, obviously, because he was eating them. So maybe I'll try them in the morning. A little bit of, a little bit of pre-workout breakfast. Go. Healthy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of waffles. course. Right after your uh, your athletic greens. Yeah, at, right after the athletic greens. This episode is brought to you by. I'm just kidding. Get all this really healthy stuff into my. My body and then waffles and peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right for me, honestly. Um, how do you feel about essential oils? Um, not a big fan. Overall, I'm kind of like lukewarm on it, but I feel like a lot of it feels like a scam. Wow, just calling it a scam right out there. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, next hey, week we're gonna have an ad read from an essential oil company. I'm gonna have to like, <laughs> but not these. <laughs> not these guys. These are legit. No, I mean, in all honesty, I I just feel like essential oils for the most part are like you're rubbing your face with grease, and like, what do you? What's it gonna I do mean, for like, it? Yeah, you don't have to rub your face on it. Well, but, I like, know. Sure. I, I'm exaggerating for a fact. But like, take a Tylenol, bro. Make me calm. Take a Claritin D. It's gonna have way more of an. If my doctor's not prescribing it to me, then I I don't think it's gonna do much. Like, I'm gonna trust the the 200 milligrams of Motrin my doctor's prescribing more than I'm gonna trust your peppermint oil. Hot take, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we can go down the ins and outs of the. Uh... Of, of the medical field and that metal industry, but we won't. Um, no, I mean that's fair. That's fair. I, it's it's a pretty hit or miss thing. I've met a lot of people that are super into it, and and I don't know if it. I don't know how much I feel of like oh like this one's supposed to lower your anxiety or whatever. Like I like I have I have very 
lots of anxiety and um i i'm not sure if if it's ever been like oh like this really calms me down but like the worst that happens is like you just smell really good for a little bit so it's like all right like why not try it you know the, the worst that happens is like there's this good smell around me like See, even if it doesn't do anything i always so, like, had it in my head that it was like a placebo effect for people like you were told this essential oil is going to do something for you. So you try it and now you're thinking that it's doing something when it's really not. I could be There's wrong. There's going to be like, I'm a no lot doctor. of people that are not happy with your take on this. I listen, I'm not a medical professional. I don't know. So I'm making yeah. a snap, snap judgment okay. on this. Well, I, I'm just like, I've gone to the doctor and they've never once prescribed me essential oils for my problems. So fair enough. That's, that's, that's why my take is the way it is. Fair enough. Um, fair, what if I found one? Never mind. <laughs> I really want to know where you're going with that for a second. What if I found essential oil that they claimed it made your hair grow? Ship it. Okay, send it to me. <laughs> I'm on that. Sh- I'm on that crap right there. I almost swore. He said. He said, "Give me that. Yeah, give me that." Give me that. I'll, I'll instantaneously. Fair enough, you. though. I mean, it's not. It's it's definitely a a hit or miss thing for a lot of people, and I don't even know if I'm like either i think i'm pretty middle of the road on it but i i have a lot i have enough people in my life that are like big fans of it that i like sure why not okay so i'm kind of on a food take one um a food take mood how do you feel about sour cream donuts Ooh, uh sure because whatever whatever sure is um my girlfriend allison claims that they are the only good donut and Okay, well, that's that's a bold food. Thing. You know what? I I agree with her on a lot of things. That's not one of them. Okay, good. Thank you. She's like that. She says, "Sorry, let me correct myself," because she's gonna call me out if I don't. She says sour cream or plain donuts. They're the what? Are the only good ones? Sour cream and plain. They're the donuts. only good plain donuts. No, sour cream and plain donuts are the only good donuts. Oh, okay. Well, still chocolate covered. Hello, sprinkles. Hello. They literally make donuts filled with jelly and like Boston yeah. cream. Like that's just preposterous. So, yeah, no. Till, I'm calling her out in front of all these people right now because I just want I just want her to know <laughs> she is wrong. Yeah, that, that's a that's a. I think that's the first bad take I've ever heard from her. Yeah. So usually she's spot on. I take her side on arguments between you two on most things. This is not. But I will of. say, sour cream donuts are very good. I do think. Yeah. yeah. Hey, no, I, like I said, sure. Um, I'm, I'm fine with but, them. Absolutely. But to rule out it's chocolate just, donuts? No, absolutely not. It's just ridiculous to, to proclaim that they're the only no, good ones. Absolutely. Um, I'll do a food one too. This is going to make a lot of people really upset. And I'm going to get called a lot of really bad. We names. both are upsetting people tonight. So let's go. So, you know, like, like, Chef Boyardee in a can. Oh, yeah. I remember the old commercial with a can, like, rolled across town. Right. Follow the kid home, right? So you have, like, you know, like the ravioli or, like, SpaghettiOs in a can or, like, whatever, right? So those are all, like, cooked. Yeah, they're pre-cooked and you just heat it up. They're pre-cooked and, yeah, all you would need to do is heat it up. Well... I don't. Oh, that's it? I just eat it out of the can. <laughs> you, you just eat it out of the can? 
So is, I how do. do I feel about you eating SpaghettiOs? How and do you ravioli? feel about the fact that I just eat <laughs> eat whatever Chef Boyard? That's like too narrow. Those type of things, like all of them, I literally just eat them straight. Like, out what of the about can. chicken noodle soup? Uh, I have eaten chicken noodle soup straight out of the tomato can, soup. Yes. I don't think I've ever had tomato soup not with grilled cheese. So no, I've that never is done a god tier combination. Maybe we, maybe one of our episodes we can just like do a tier list on on stream of like we do we could do that. We're we're coming up with content tier list of right wings players ever, and we just put them in. You know, like the tier list maker. Oh, yeah. oh that'd be great content. Um, Would be. No, but back to your your thing. I don't know how I feel. Like, it's literally, it's probably been like five plus years since I have ever heated up any of those types of things. And like, I don't eat them like every day. It's probably like a, like a, I don't know. I'll get a couple when I go grocery shopping every you're, other week. So, like, a, it's not a, you know, a regular thing that I'm just downing these, you know, <laughs> I'm not downing SpaghettiOs once a day, but like when I do eat them. Right. I, I it is straight up just out of the cupboard, pop the lid. That is very on brand for a single man in his twenties. I feel like that is <laughs> what you could expect from any single man in his twenties to just be like, I'm popping the lid off this ravioli can. I'm just throwing it back, baby. Um I feel like it's probably on the same par as like day old pizza from the fridge. Like, is it edible? I love day old pizza yeah. from the fridge. Would it be better if you heated it up? Probably. Like, I, I would probably prefer my ravioli and SpaghettiOs heated up, but, like, could I eat it straight out of the can? Yeah, probably, because I am also a man I in my 20s. So. I, I had never made the connection that it was, like, even possible to not do it until I was a freshman in college, which was six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I uh, – you're older. And <laughs> – <laughs> and somebody was like, hey, somebody was just did. Well, I think it was one of my roommates, actually. I lived in a quad, lived with three other 18-year-old Ew. dudes and in one room. Shower's it was, gone. yeah, a, a time. And one of my roommates just popped the lid of some spaghetti, SpaghettiOs with meatballs and just, like, started eating. And I was like, what the hell are you doing, bro? And he's like, these are pretty cooked. I just like, I, you know, I'm not going to walk down to the end of the hall and put it in the microwave. I'm just going to eat them. I was like, you can do that. <laughs> he was like, yeah, what? And I was like, okay, I did it one time. Never looked back. It's probably been six years since I've done it with any of those types of things. My last one is directed specifically towards you. How do you good. feel That's about lockdown tigers being on YouTube? How's that been? It's been fantastic, except for this week. <laughs> uh, this week, I'm, I'm not home, and, and my Wi-Fi has been really weird. So this week's episodes have been super laggy. But, uh, I mean, the growth has been – like, we're already pushing 200, and we've done, like, 10 episodes on YouTube. Like, we're – I mean, we're, we're crushing it. And um, I'm really pumped for, like, the stuff that we can do once, you know, the share screen stuff that we do here. I'm really pumped with all the possibilities that we can do when the regular season starts – um, you know, go over advanced analytics on there and, and, or even just like looking at plays, whatever. I'm super, super pumped for it. And it has been a incredible transition and it's been, it's been really awesome. He could, <laughs> <laughs> because he's a writer. Because he's a writer. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's been, <laughs> it's been great though. 
it's been great though. It's uh it's been it's been very very cool and um I can't wait to like have regular season episodes, man. A week from today, a week from today, I will be making regular season episodes. You ha- again. you've suffered long enough, Scotty. You deserve this. It's <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I'll, a week from today I'll be at Commander Literally, Clark, you'll too. have an episode to talk about pretty much every single day or an episode to talk about a game to talk about every single day a game to talk about every single day starting next friday and going until the all-star break it, literally it's gonna day. become money for you like can't wait can't wait um i think that should be about good unless you had another one that was like pressing no i think that's it all right um i want to thank you guys for making lockdown red wings your first listen every single day now make your second listen lockdown fantasy hockey host steel Roden and flip livingstone help you Become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your platforms. Platforms. I said it again. Wherever you get your podcast. God dang it. I did that last week. Uh, I'm a professional, guys. Just pure professional. Uh, Scotty, any final thoughts? Uh, happy April and we ball. Happy April Fool's Day. Just now realize it is April 1st. Yeah. I'm going to prank you so hard tomorrow you don't even know. Well, today. We're recording this the night before. I, I wish I had a witty response, but I just don't. So on, on that note. Yeah. Um, Sleep with one eye open, fucko. Wow. Okay. Uh, if I'm still here and alive on uh, Monday, we'll recap these two games. If not, Scott, it'll do it solo. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Every day. Hot April Fool's. I didn't end it after you said that. Now I will. <laughs>